Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the 442 podcast. And today, Liam, we've got big Duncan Shearer, formerly of Chelsea, Huddersfield Town, Swindon Town, Blackburn Rovers, Aberdeen, Inverness, Califissel, and Scotland. And he's a good pal of yours, isn't he? Absolutely. Great to see him. Yeah, good to see you, big man. Good. Been too long. Well, I was counting the other day when you phoned, now I reckon 28 years, maybe. That's a long, long time, because it'd be middle 90, it'd be 95. That's when I last played for Scotland. It's probably the last time I've seen you. No, probably my mum and dad, I think. Probably I never made that. A wee bit later than that. I was at the last, probably one of the yeah. last times I was home, to be honest. Aye. But but no, it is, it's too nah. long. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you look upon us, Chris, we're not getting any younger, are we? No, <laughs> it, just, it just flies in, John. Isn't it? Flies in. Too know. quick. So. Far too yeah. quick. You look like two bruises, don't like a scrap with you both, that's for sure. <laughs> not now, is it? <laughs> We were, we were coming up the road and we were talking about the shinty and all that because yeah. we've gone past King UC Newton Moore and all that yeah. and I was trying yeah. to explain to Liam that, you know, this area and Fort mm. William and Oban and everything else, yeah. huge shinty, rather, probably rather than football. Listen, I was asked a question one time when I played in the Scottish Cup final, people were saying to me beforehand, you know, you must have dreamt of playing a Scottish Cup final when you were a kid and the honest answer is I've never dreamt of playing in a Scottish Cup final. I've dreamt and played in a few Camer Cup finals. Shinty finals. Ah, uh, yeah. And they were they were big at the time. My dad was a big shinty player. Yeah, I followed into. I was only when my family followed into, it and then uh, stopped it around about twenty, started playing football. I was explaining to Liam, rough, tough oh, game. For any of your viewers, or listeners, don't know about shinty. Just Google shinty s h i n t y, and then you'll find out what it's all about. Great game. So it started as Chelsea as a mm. boy. What yeah. were the rumours Sir Alex Ferguson would try and get you out to Aberdeen? No, no, I was uh, I was Chelsea at 21, but before that I was uh, a week in trial at Aberdeen. And then I came back and I was supposed to go back and play a reserve game and the game got called off. 
I didn't go back, and then uh, that was the last I heard. I also went to Patrick Thistle a couple of years beforehand. Um, it was told we would go, you know. So it's quite hard to get rejected twice, particularly when you're 18, because you know time's running out. Um, but many young lads listening and stuff, just keep digging away and, and keep digging away. As I said, you know, the two of us are testing me that you can become a late developer and uh, and still carve yourself a, a career in football. You just mentioned you went on trial to Partick Thistle. You went on trial with Alan McKinnon as well, didn't you? Yeah. Pal, Alan. Or just a rogue. But what uh, a player. Just a and great player. Talking yeah. of players that yeah. I think could have went on and done yeah. something, he's one of them. Oh, well, I wouldn't say that too loud. No, because he's a listener. Trust me, he was, he was a better player than he thought he was, yeah. put it this way, but he was a very good player. Yeah. Um, and again, we could make our list as long as you're on. I could, players I could, in a similar vein. I could mention Dougie Masson, yep. Jim Jordan, um, all these boys. You know, and the ones I would put Graham like, Ellis. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but as I said, Archie, you better give yeah, Archie oh, a mention. Archie, the goalkeeper. But I, I tell you, I was thinking about him the other day, actually, and I was thinking how the game's changed with goalkeepers nowadays. You really need to play football and to be could. a goalkeeper. And he could he play football. Feet, he? So he would uh, he wouldn't look out of place in goals today, that's for no. sure. How did you find it at Chelsea? Strange. Going down there. first time. It's different that from oh, Highlands yeah. to the bright lights. You know, I'm, I'm coming from here in Inverness part-time, and the honest truth is I'd never been in a plane in my life. So that was my first time that I'd been in a plane from Inverness to London. Uh, and then going out in London and first time seeing a double-decker bus and all that. Honestly, you wouldn't believe us. It's just, that's just the way we were. We were in the village and cool and, and we didn't, you know, go many places. So it's certainly a family our size, you know, you couldn't afford uh, foreign holidays, that's for sure. But it uh, was an amazing place, London. Did you get looked after by some of the players then who couldn't realise you've come from the islands? Um, I'd, actually, uh, Peter Benetti was back coaching um, the cat. Yeah. Yeah. A, a famous Chelsea goalkeeper, the cat they called him, and he came over to me straight away. I didn't realise that he had retired a number of years before and he went to Mull, uh, the Isle of Mull, and he became a postman out there. So he spent about five or six years out there and he was asking me all about it because I wasn't, we're not too far from Mull, you know, from Fort William. Um, so I had a good chat with him and that. And I stayed with a lovely family as well, um, a season ticket holder who'd found out through Ian McNeil that they just signed a Scottish lad and their son had just left home. Um, so I moved into, uh, into their house for about a couple of years and ended up marrying their daughter. So That's yeah. a story in itself. Uh, fate. Yeah. Michelle. Fate, Michelle. Nice yeah. Fate, yeah. Huh? yeah, still together. God knows how. We're, we're still there. <laughs> well, you played a couple of times there. Kerry Dixon, <coughs> Gordon yeah. Jury, Pat Navin. You uh, learned a lot of them, or...? Yeah, Gordon was after my time. Kerry was there, David Speedy was there, um, and they were flying high in what they called the old second division at the time, and uh, they were beating everybody in sight. I was uh, put into the reserve team and learned so much there, just in my first year there, you know, just by even training with these boys. Uh, we Pat Nevin as well, Joe McLaughlin was there, another Scots lad. Um, so they had a good con uh, contingent, obviously coming from Ian, as, as John knows well. Ian McNeil picked up a lot of a lot of players up this this way. He had a good scouting network. Yeah. It's, it's kind, of, kind of scary when you think about it, you know mm. what I mean? Because again, 
that involvement with the two was with Ian McNeil and that as well. Yeah, you know what I mean? I it's kind of funny how yeah. things go. Of course, you wouldn't to shoes be with him That's as well, right. didn't yeah. you? So. so I remember you came up. Yeah, remember yeah. you came up to one of my games with Ross, yeah. Ross McLaren. That's right, eh? Yeah. At Shrewsbury. You came mm. up to visit us, which was great because even to see yeah. your face coming up, you know, to see me, it was. Anybody going to Shrewsbury is great. Yeah. It's, almost... <laughs> it's a nice town, though. It's a picturesque town. It's a good town. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same as you when, when Ian came in. Shrewsbury, where's Shrewsbury? You're no clue. Nah, exactly. You're only got a clue. Really strange places there, but as you say, very nice place. Huddersfield Town, come in for you. Was it time for move on? Yeah, yeah. John Hollands had taken over from uh, John Neal. Uh, I think John Neal had resigned, so I think he retired. Um, or he might have went back to Middlesbrough. No, I don't think he did. I think he retired. So John Hollands took over. And I played another year, and there was another couple of years on the on the table for me, you know. But by that time, I was 22, 23, and uh, Joey Jones was playing for Chelsea at the time, and he got released, signed for Huddersfield, and he had a word with Mick, Bixton, Mick Buxton there, and uh, they came in for me for 10 grand or something like that. Is that what it was? I couldn't find yeah, a fee. Is it 10 grand? 10 grand. So Joey says, you need to snap the handle for that. He says, you need to take it. So that was me on the way to... Uh, on the way to Huddersfield. You scored. And mm. <laughs> seriously, you go on and Duncan, you mm. never scored a bad goal. The, sc the goals you scored at Huddersfield were ridiculous. Ah, it's just some good ones. <laughs> good I ones? I was too lazy to get into the box. So I was just got to run another 20 yards. I'll just hit it from here. Oh, you know? hit it, yeah, just uh, hit it from 40, top <laughs> corner. You know what I mean? So, some, uh, seriously. That's what really kick-started me. That, that, that got yeah. me going. Because as you say earlier uh, on, <clears> you know, you, it's fine to play for a big club like Chelsea, but if you're not in the first team and you're 22, 23, you need to go back the way. You need to step back the way and then see if you can step back up again. And that's what I did, and that's what it started for me. And uh, I loved my time at Huddersfield. I got on great with the supporters and that. We were fighting relegation the two or three years I was there. Managed to escape it a couple of years, and then uh, eventually we got the drop. Um, but by then, I'd, I'd moved on to Pastures New. Well, you hit the ground running, scored on the debut against mm. Barnsley. Yeah, hat-trick there. I think you got the first season, you bagged 25 goals in 49 games. Yeah, yeah. I made, I made, I think I made five of my debuts at Oakwell, if I remember rightly. I remember going to Huddersfield, going to Oakwell, make my debut. Then Swindon, I made my debut there. Then I signed for Blackburn, I made my debut there. Uh no, it was just three, sorry. Three out of five, it was. Nice so, place. Hunting ground, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But that was a big... I didn't realise how big a derby that was until I got there. Yorkshire derby. And Huddersfield were struggling. Barnsley were doing well. Yeah. Managed to get a hat-trick in a 3-1-1. Of course, that fans take to you straight away. That's it. That, you know, you're, you're and to this day, you're if you're honest, down. you know what I mean? You're yeah, thought of yeah. and spoke of very highly there. Uh, I got named in their, in their team of the... Century, whatever they call yeah. it, and that. So we have a player, uh, we have a Facebook page, and <clears throat> a lot of praise from the Huddersfield fans, aren't there? Yeah. Big yeah. dunk, score of yeah. proper goals, yeah. one lap put, didn't it? I, I was back there about three or four years ago. I had the chance to go back. I was doing a striking thing, a strike of each sort of decade, and I was back there and uh, doing a talk and that. And it's the first time I'd been back for about thirty years. Into oh. the old hut, people will know in Huddersfield, a pub in Huddersfield, an Irish pub. So I had a wee pop in there, you know. I went back with my wife and that, so uh, 
It was nice to see the place again, but changed. Yeah. What was the old ground called? Yeah, it was similar to Burnham with the terrace. Leeds Road, yeah. Road, yeah. It's all, Burnham uh, Terrace, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Went to have a look around the stadium and that. But most of the stadiums, you'll find as well, that we played in front of are all knocked down and new ones built and that. So uh, I'm not as old yeah. as you. <laughs> Bring back the old and straight away. Yeah, I'm standing. It, but it's a nice stadium, though. The new stadium ah, it's, it's nice. Lovely, yeah, uh, yeah. And they've done really well, yeah. even, you know. You got a couple of uh, leading goal scorers for the years. Player of the year. Aye. So yeah. you can see why with these kind yeah, of goals. Player yeah, of the year. Yeah. Legend, isn't it? Huddersfield yeah, legend. No question. Yeah. It was a great place. I mean, just even even living in Yorkshire for me was fantastic. I don't know whether it's the further north you move, you get towards your own sort of people. If I can say that Yorkshire, then on to. The Geordies and they're not in Scotland and they're in that. So, um, but I uh, love the people. You're playing there with uh, Willie McStay. Was he a character? <laughs> well, you, well, there you go. I've got it. I've well, done Willie, some great research. Uh, see the green giggle go. there. Well, Willie, um, a lot of the players didn't hadn't heard of Willie, but I knew a lot of Willie because I'd seen him play when we were, John and I were both uh, Celtic supporters when we were younger and going down to watch the games in Glasgow. And Willie and his brother Paul playing for Celtic at the time so I knew all about Willie and uh, clicked on straight away he, d- he didn't have a very good debut because his debut was away from home and he had this uh, Escort Mark 3 or something like that backed outside the ground he says oh, there's plenty of spaces outside this ground you know, it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon we were on a team bus and I said nah, but you shouldn't be leaving your car there Willie you know he says oh, that'd be alright came back on the bus at night don't know we were down in London somewhere Came back and there was Willie's Mark Three up in the bricks. Wheels gone. Oh, yeah, I always want that. Lesson learnt. So after a, a great time at Huddersfield, consistently scoring goals, Swindon Town and Lou McCarry came in. Yeah, uh, bit of a strange one because Malcolm had done to take over at Huddersfield. I didn't see eye to eye with Malcolm. Uh, Which I, I would find strange. I, I thought when he first came in, I thought, oh, here we go, one of the best strikers yeah. in, in England. You know, we're going to learn a lot here. Um, later on, a couple of years later, I found out Malcolm at the time wasn't in a good place himself. Um, so when Malcolm moved on, uh, Owen Han took over Eastern Manager of Republic Island. Mm-hmm. Owen was a coach, and I got on well with Owen. Um, so then Big Ron Atkinson came in, he was at West Brom, and we were really struggling for money came in near deadline day and uh, Owen had said he's put in a bed, go and speak to him. So I met Ron Atkinson at the at his house, talked away and that, and then all of a sudden Lou McCarry came in. So I found out that um, Huddersfield had told West Brom what the price was, but they wouldn't tell uh, Swindon. So, of course, I wouldn't move until I found out what the price was. So anyway, I got the price out and told Lou McCarry and then as it was, I went to join Swindon. Swindon were riding high at the time in the second division. And West Brom were struggling badly, you know. So I decided to go to Swindon. Um, and that's where I first came across Lou. And Lou had said to me that um, the time that I'd left Chelsea when I rejected the two-year contract, I got the train up to... No mobile phones then, of course. No. I got the train up to uh, Huddersfield. And he said, as you were going to Huddersfield, I was going the other way to Chelsea to try and meet you. And because he wanted, he wanted to sign you. Right. Um, He's kept so, an eye on you for a long uh, time. So, so he missed out on me, uh, uh, but got me the second time. So the West Brom one, did he get in 
mean, you said you went to Ron Atkinson's house. Yeah. Was it whilst you were at his house, or did you ask for time to think about no, the contract? No, time to think about it, and then I got home, and then I got the call from Lou McCarry, and then Lou was asking me if I knew what the price was, because right. they were trying to negotiate. West Brom had agreed the price, so I went in, and they weren't going to tell me the price, and I said, well, I'll just stay. And, uh, I, you know, I've got options here. I've got two clubs that I can try and work against each other. I says, I'm entitled to do that, but I can't do that unless you tell me what you're selling me for. Plus, it gives you an indication what you're well, worth Owen, as well, yeah. do you know what I mean? I just could take the words out of my mouth, John. I mean, I said to Owen Han, he says, why do you need to know? I said, well, I need to know. If, it's, if you're selling me for half a million, then obviously my demands are going to go up a bit. Yeah. I, oh, eventually, he just shouted the price at me. And, uh, Did you have an agent then? So No, not at that time, no. So no, you're doing it all yourself? I myself, yeah. yeah. I always think that could be a good thing. Sometimes it depends, doesn't it? I think if you if if you get a rough idea of what people's wages are there, you, I always used to gauge myself on the player I'm playing beside. If he's getting a lot more than I am, and I'm scoring a lot more goals than he is, then I'm not going to be happy. Okay. So that's the gauge. But eventually, as you're probably going to touch on further down the line, the price started getting a wee bit higher and a bit out of my depth. And eventually, um, when I moved away from Swindon to Blackburn. Then, I had to get an agent. So looking at the two clubs, mm. I mean, arguably West Brom were the bigger club. Yeah, massive. And so what tipped it in, apart from Swindon riding high, because, what tipped it in the balance? Because of what Lou was doing at Swindon. Right. You know, he was uh, he was consistently getting them right up the top of there. And the playoffs had just come in round about then as well. In the first year we were there, we played Crystal Palace in the, in the playoffs. So it, it proved the right decision. It wasn't a good first season for me. Because uh, I remember playing, Chelsea came into Swindon and I played and after the first 10 minutes or something like that I hadn't I'd scored about 7 goals in about 8 games in pre-season and then for the first 10 games I couldn't get a goal for everything I couldn't get a goal and my first one was against Crystal Palace I hit a ball again from 30 yards <laughs> the goalkeeper just either caught it easy and it slipped through his hands and went into the net and I thought oh, well, anyway, that's the first and I managed to get 14 for the rest of the season, which still made me top goal scorer. But it was a horrible, horrible season for me. And I remember going to America on holiday, and I didn't like the way Lou was playing. Everybody will know then, it was very much long ball. So it was over the top all the time. It was constant run. It was constant running during training, six-mile runs, and you know there wasn't a lot of football played. Um, so I went to America, and I said to my wife on the way back, I'm... Uh, I'm going to go and ask for a transfer because this type of football doesn't suit me at all. Uh, she says, oh, well, whatever, whatever, we'll be with you, whatever you think, you know. And I, about uh, half an hour later, somebody tapped me on the plane and it obviously recognised me and said, see, your manager's gone to West Ham. So Lou McCarry had gone to West Ham. So I said, OK, mate, we'll just put that on hold just now. Put it on hold. And then I found Ozzy Adelis came in. And Ozzy, that really changed my career. Um, yeah, that really started getting me thinking about football. You know, the older I got, it wasn't just we used to think goals, goals, goals. Now we're starting to think about how the game is played, and he took in that diamond formation, and uh, for fantastic formation, not just for me, but for quite a few of the players that were there. The late Alan McLaughlin, we lost Alan, bless him. What a player he was! He used to play right in the point, and yeah. then the two strikers were in between the centre halves and the fullbacks. Um, and the two centre-halves kept shouting at the benches, well, do you want me to go out there? Or do you want me to go out there? Where do you want me? Is that going a new to be a big formation gap? then? At that time. Yeah, a diamond. And don't see that Aussie had taken it in and um, we swept on to the playoffs. Wow. And, 
uh, we have, we've only won one nil. Alan got a deflected goal at Wembley. Uh, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But we battered Sunderland to the point that uh, the fans were clapping us. Say, listen, you're a far better Marco team as uh, it's really good. I think you papering over something here, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven goals you scored. Yeah, it's, along with my strike partner Steve White, twenty-seven the same season. We went into Wembley on the same thing. We <laughs> this is that's awful. a lot of goals between uh, you both. That, Fifty-four yeah. goals. Yeah, this is awful saying this, but <laughs> he had gone round the goalkeeper and he was falling over. I don't know why it was about forty minutes going, and he hit the ball. Didn't catch it right into an empty net, but I'm watching it and I'm looking at it and I'm going and I'm following it in, and for the life of me I'm thinking hit the post and come back out. <laughs> Don't think, and I'm not thinking get in. I'm thinking hit the post. And come so you're getting on. So I, I hit the post and it went sideways. So I ran after it and then I tried to spin it back into the net and I felt I, I overt it. <laughs> Steve was laughing the way I just I didn't know what to do, you know. But, but deep down, you were still happy yeah, you didn't score as well. We were That's tra- a partnership, that, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that like some goals. Uh, it's a lot of the end days, I Right, we played two up front. Don't even see it much nowadays, two up front. No. no. Just the unliability having two strikers up there. In that run, though, invariably, mm-hmm. if you didn't score, he scored. Yeah. Or if not, they both scored. Yeah. So They split us up a few times, tried different strikers and that, but we always ended up together. Back together. Um, and, and, and that season in particular was... You know, it was more to do with the system that Ozzy was playing, you know, with the two fullbacks pushing forward all the time. We had great fullbacks and we had Paul Bodie on one side and David Kersley the other. And yeah, he's a player, wasn't he? Paul Bodie. All f- footballers. And then Tom Jones, uh, not the singer, and Steve Foley sitting there, Ross McLaren sitting in front of the back four. I mean, you played against us a yeah. few times and we had some great games against Bolton, particularly the League Cup games they were Three it went on for ages, or that uh, one, didn't it? Three games that went on for, and it was uh, uh, good times. So Swindon got mm-hmm. promoted. When did it all kick in? When it found out the league weren't going to let you get promoted? I was out in Jersey with my family in holiday, and I knew the meeting was coming up. Um, we came back from Spain during this season, and we got went back. It was a late flight. We were out as a team back in and I got a phone call 11 o'clock at night from uh, Russ McLaren and he said is there anybody outside your house uh, so I looked out and I said oh, there's a couple of guys out there in the car he says don't let them in no. I said alright so that's fine so me there's knock at the door so I said quite brave me I go upstairs and open the top window and 
Uh, can I help you? And, uh, yeah, we're from Inland Revenue, Mr. Shearer. Can I have a word with you? I said, no, not really. You need to make an appointment. It's late at night. My family is sleeping. I'm making an appointment at the football club tomorrow. Said, That's fine, Mr. Shearer. I understand that. Okay, no problem. So I went into training the next day. I went to the ground and the chairman took us up to the, to the boardroom. We were all there and then all of a sudden one of the boys looked out the window and there was about three minibus fulls of suits um, all came out, took all the you know, the filing cabinets and everything out of the club and ended up in court and the just of the stories the chairman got a year in jail and that so um, it was horrible. The horrible yeah. Lovely man too, you know. Horrible for the town uh, and so yeah, isn't it? Of course it is. You've gone from euphoria, promotion yeah, and everything but else. It dropped us down a division below the one we were in to start with. So Oh so you just didn't weren't no, allowed no, to go out, did no, it? So we were in I, I can't it wasn't the Premier. The Premier didn't come Division one, yeah, the old division one. So we were in division two, got promoted to the one, and then we got demoted to three, and then we put an appeal in, and we got back into the other division again. But uh, yeah. So tell me this: since you've achieved, you've achieved promotion, you've got. Yeah. Do you get paid your bonus for going up? I can't remember. Or was it the case that it went into the bank one day and then back out the next day? I know if we did, I just want to put it on record that we did pay our tax on it. Then Glenard will come in, didn't he? Yeah, after Ozzy. Ozzy went to Newcastle, I think. That would have been a mess for you, was it? Yeah, yeah. Everybody got on well with Ozzy. Just great man bottle of whiskey on the table before you go out to wee drink if you want to take it. Friday night if you want a glass of wine. But that's the way they were in Argentina and places. They trust you, you know. And, and only a couple of boys had a glass of wine on a Friday night, you know. Um, I think people tend to rebel. I learnt a lot from that. People tend to rebel. If they're wanting a beer, they'll go and sneak away in a room. They're going to have, have one, aren't they? Yeah. So just have it. Just be careful. It's just, this is your career. This is your life, you know. Um, and that's all they did. The boys, some boys had a half a glass of wine and that. But others, you're so used to just drinking water and uh, and juice on a, on a Friday night. Yeah, was he as a player that he still have it? He played uh, half a dozen games. He played one game at Oldham. Uh, we played a few games before did that. Did they have a plastic pitch then? We went to Oldham. I think they might have done now. I can't quite remember. And he gave away the ball twice. And, uh, led to Oldham scoring two goals. And then I heard him coming off to himself. I'm never playing again. I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't need anybody to tell him. But uh, great wee players, you know, in, uh, in, in training. Just wow. Started scoring again, as usual. Mm. Still scoring. Yeah. So when they started going up, is that when Blackburn started sniffing around? Yeah. You know, the, the thing when, uh, when, when Glenn Hoddle took over, that was amazing as well, because Glenn was still had a couple of years left in him. Good years, and he played uh, um, as a sweeper, stepping in the midfield and just pulling the strings. But what a player! Dude. Scared to go near him in training, just made a fool of you. Uh, I learned a lot from Glenn as well, a lot about um, you know habits and, and and getting ready for a football match because he'd been out to Monaco and he'd learned from all these top um, nutritionists and things like that, you know. So. Uh, but just playing with him, you know, just make a run off the shoulder of the centre half and he would find you. you Could know. ping it. Ah, wow. Ah, left and right foot. But uh, 
everybody knows Glenn Hoddle knows him. But he was he was he was brilliant to work with and that. And I remember the time that he he brought me in. He said, "Listen, Notts County are come in for you, Duncan. We need to sell a player. You're the one that we're getting the money for. And as much as I don't want you to go, he says I've got no choice. He says I've been told a player needs to go, and there's nobody else come in for anybody else. So I went to Notts County and met Neil Warnock." at uh, Notts County Chairman's house and that's when I first got an agent and talked away and to be fair what they offered me to start with uh, the agent nearly doubled it so I can see where the worth. where agents come in you know um, they're not shy they go on about yeah, they've got the, the yeah. brass on the world they want oh, they go on about uh, money for caps and things I'm, I'm 29 I'm thinking Scotland caps that's the last thing in my mind you know so I says, that's all right, saying that on paper, but I'm not going to get Scotland caps. He says, well, don't, you just don't know, you know. But they, they're very good like that. So anyway, I said I wanted to think about it. Um, I went back, it was a Thursday night. Went into training the Friday. I said, listen, I think I'm, I'm going to accept. I quite like what I'm hearing there. They were in the top division, Notts County, but they were near the bottom. And they were looking for a goal scorer to try and pull them out of it, you know. And... Um, I said to Glenn, he says, well, there's been a bit of development. He says, um, Kenny DeLucia's been on the phone to you, uh, for you, you know. And that Blackburn were up top most of the league and then they'd slipped into fourth and we'd come up into fifth. And uh, I said, all right. I said, so give me his number and I phoned him. I said, right, I said, I'll, I'll come up. He said, come up uh, today, Dutton, if you can make it, you know, great. So I went up, met him, and I didn't even hear what they were saying about money, you know. Kenny Dagley's Celtic. Is that <laughs> what it is, yeah? Hero. I've covered it is. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I never should ask for a picture. <laughs> <laughs> never mind saying to me, give me a picture. Oh, he's going, oh. what, what do you think, Dagley? Oh, I, I, I agree. And the chairman, the, my agent's looking at me, just shaking his head. So anyway, sign for, sign for Blackburn. But, um... Paid a big fee for you though. Yeah, eight hundred thousand pound back in the day. Uh, it was cash as well too. That's that's what's Queen's ads. That's why Swindon. That's why Swindon had what they needed bills and bills to pay. So that was fine. So I sat down after a, we went to Dalmahoy. We played a game, Barnsley. Played a game, uh, and then the following weekend we went to Dalmahoy. It was the two semi-final weekends. It was a. The weekends that, I don't even remember, did Palace beat Liverpool 4-3 or something like that? And an unbelievable Villa game. Park. Yes, they like did. That. Yes. Nah. So it was them two games are on, but went to Dalmahoy and playing golf, as you do when you're in the same team as Ken Douglas's golf all the way. So that was fine. But we got round sitting and the late Ray Harford was there. Awful nice man. He was Kenny's assistant at the time. And... We got talking away as a team and uh, Gordon Cowens was there, gone well with Gordon, Speedy and all that. And we got talking about and then Ray started on me about this diamond formation, about how Aussie was coaching it. You know, he says, uh, and how Glenn carried on in that little sort of, at times he played the diamond as well. He said, how, I don't know, what do they t- ask you to do with strikers and things like that? And I was explaining to him this split out, split out and that and great. I says, what's the problem? He says, Gordon Cowan says to me, he says, I'll be honest with you, Duncan, the only team we're scared of in the playoffs is Swindon. And I thought, he says, but we'll be all right now. And that was it. 
And I thought, okay. I had 32 goals at the time, league goals. Um, and I played the first couple of games with Blackburn and then I was on the bench. Mike Newell had broken his leg. So I played with Speedy and then Mike had come back for the last few games this season. Eventually going to Wembley and beating Leicester in the playoff final. But it got me thinking, I'm thinking, all right, okay. So you've just taken 32 goals out of a team. And Swindon went from fourth to about ninth or something like that. Blackburn uh, won the playoffs. So you, you look at it and you can see where they're coming from. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's like take the threat yeah, away from them, who's yeah, a threat to us. Yeah, yeah. And but also, it, it helped me financially as well, John. You know, because I wasn't, uh, I was never one of the big, big earners. And even then, you know, you know, you're only talking about over a grand playing for Swindon and that. You know, people say, "Oh, you're, you're the next footballer. You should be set." I say, "Well, not." Maybe the footballers nowadays, you know yeah. what they're getting, but not in nowadays. Um, there wasn't that great of money. So it was a big enough for me to put um, a fair bit away in my pension. Um, so, But when I look back on it nowadays, I've been, if I'd known the reason, that was the reason I was going, I would have still went. <laughs> <laughs> did you get, and did you get the picture? <laughs> no, not to this day. Still haven't got a picture of being carried. So what was it like, end of season... Were there them little doubts of seizing your head thinking, right? No, no, there, there was no doubts in my head. Because no, my wife had phoned said, do you want me to come up and start looking for the house up here? And, uh, you know, I was just fresh on a two and a half year contract, signed on deadline day, plus two. And there was fresh contracts coming out because they're now in the... The big league. I can't remember. One or Premier. I can't remember. I think it was a Premier, the Premier then. Uh, it, First year of the Premier? I think it was. 90, yeah. mm. One ninety two. I think it was the first year of the Premier. Yeah, so so I was delighted with Jack Walker. I'd met him a few times, and he was a nice man, and yeah. uh, he'd put a lot of money into Blackburn, and to see him get there, it was it was fantastic for him. Um, but I knew then also confirmed when the Gleish had phoned me, he was going away on holiday. He says there's a two year fresh contract there with you. Obviously, you'll be in the squad, same fighting result. But I will say to you, Duncan, he says that. Uh, I'm on the verge of signing Alan Shearer. Um, I found out later from 3.5 million or something like that. I think Alan stayed for a couple of years and sold him for 15. So, pretty rubbish bit of business, that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Shearer for Shearer. Uh, uh-huh. So, um, and but he said to me, there's been a development with Aberdeen. Aberdeen come back and you, you in, something you'd be interested in. I says, I would, yeah, yeah. So the first thing he'd said to me, he said, you're due quite a lot of money. He says, uh, and we're selling you. Because at the time, I don't know how to do it now, John, but at the time, if a club sold you, you, you were entitled up. to your sign on. If, if, you, if you went for a transfer, yeah. you would... Yeah, is that what you... People void. have to do, like, a written transfer yeah. request, and then you lose your yeah, commission or yeah, whatever it is. Your rights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All your stuff's void. So, so you have not asked for a move, have you? No, I haven't, no. They've, he said, remember, we're selling you. So I spoke to Willie Miller and quickly done that, and I was, I was back up northeast. That's a bit of quality for Kenny Dalglish as well, though, because fantastic for me. Seriously, they've, yeah. they've done really well for yeah. you. Yeah, because he knows as well in his back that he's taking me out an environment that I was enjoying, um, and he played me a couple of games, then put me on the bench. So I think I don't know. It was a bit of guilt on his part. He was just making sure I was all right, and I was. That's quality. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was quite happy. Do you think if I hadn't come around, you know, thinking back, I mean, Swindon, you mm. were so settled there. Yeah. Michelle, 
the kids. Mm. Everyone's, everyone's yeah. settled there, you're yeah. happy and everyone else. Yeah. And I know you're saying that they hit a little bit of a, a problem money-wise, mm. but if it wasn't for that, probably would have stayed there for a while. Uh, well, I would have no problems if, if no club had come in for me, but when you score 32 league goals yeah. and there's still six games left in the championship, which is championship now, then there's a good chance a club would have come in for you. They would have been knocking yeah. all day I long. don't know where, but... You could go boot at you. Yeah. Sorry? Did you get the gold boot that Silver. Year? Silver was second to somebody in abroad. There's a golden boot for the for the top divisions. I was in the second division. So you get a silver boot. Uh, Some gold. So. Gold machine. Aye, not all. Well, they paid 500 grand for you, Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. We had a lad on the other day, mixed with Pat Lanning. You played with him a little bit, didn't you? Yeah. Look at the smile on the face. Oh, I love the boy a bit. Character. Uh, just he was on farm with us, wasn't he? He was on farm. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Can't speak highly enough of him. And, uh, a great foil as well, you know. Um, we had a great first season um, at Aberdeen, 92. Uh, we came, I think we're four points behind Rangers in the title. Two points for a win then. And they beat us in both games, home and away. That's what really killed us. Um, Ibrox and Hippotodri. Uh Got to the League Cup final. Got beat in extra time with Rangers. An own goal from Gary Smith. And they beat us at Parkhead in the Scottish Cup final. 2-1. Um, boiling hot day. Hamden was getting revamped at the time, so they shifted it to Parkhead. But uh, beat us there and they got a treble that year. So well, the Ab Aberdeen fans... New name for you, Deadly Dunk. Aye, Deadly Dunk. Aye. Is it still with this day? Yeah, you I think so. Aye, yeah, yeah. I think it actually came from a reporter friend of mine. I don't know if you know Derek McGregor at all. Mm. Surprise, he writes for the Sun newspaper. So I think it was him that started that, and it just clicked on from there. Like, so, but I had a great, and I still to this day, and you know, and even now, the wife and I, we'll give it a couple of years in Inverness, and then we'll move back. Um, Aberdeen. Back to Aberdeen, and yeah, I'll watch the Dons and. Still go regular? Do a bit of fishing. I, can, I go as much as I can because I work for Perform at Cali and uh, Ross County games. So I'm tied up most of the games that they're right. playing. But I'm looking forward to seeing them tonight. I'm going over tonight and they're at Ross County tonight, Aberdeen. And my old, well, an old player I used to coach, Barry Robson. Mm -hmm. He's now in the, in the managerial position. So um, good luck to him. Barry Robson. See, Dundee United. Yeah, Celtic. Yeah. On fire, on fire. <laughs> Willie Miller, the manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He liked to rant, didn't he? Well, that's... Shank, a, yeah, that's obviously come from the Fergie days. You know, the, anybody who was a coach, anybody who was a player under Fergie and became a manager or coach tended to do the same thing. But I think times are changing. You know, I'm not so sure I might be wrong. Not so sure Ferguson got away with that, what he did. Uh, some of the players that come from abroad nowadays, you know, that are playing the Premier, would they take that hairdryer treatment in the face or would they snap at it? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, still anyway, think, I think there's a place yeah, for it in football. Yeah. It's probably missing. It's uh, gone now, Liam. I mean, that, mm, that ship sailed now. I think people know, there seems to be this rights, young players seem to know their rights nowadays. They know what you can do or, and what you can't do you know can I ask you a question ah. back in the day was there a HR department you could call no. to if it was a problem not a someone chance. shouted at you not a chance probably is now the winner ah. yes. every club's got one Morris Malpas used to tell me stories when he was at Dundee United with Jim McLean he used to take the young boys in and punch them you know 
See if they're not, see if they're not cleaning the boots properly. Good That's what I've got wrong. I've give, got wrong. Give them a wee punch in the back and a punch in the back of the head and that. Like people like Duncan Ferguson and things like that, you know. Makes you told us some great stories yeah. of Jim McLean, honestly. Horror right. stories, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. better than that. You wouldn't get away from it. You wouldn't get away with it, I'm afraid. So <laughs> Mixu was saying, they were shouting him saying, you yeah. finish bastard. That's all yeah. Mixu could understand. It's yeah. like that. Okay, just take it. Yes, boss. Yes, yeah. boss. But what he didn't realise, the gaffer shouting, you've been on the piss last night. And Mixu was going, yes, boss. Yeah, yes, yes boss. He <laughs> doesn't so even drink. He was like a machine gun. He yeah. didn't understand a word he was yeah. saying. And he went... You played like you were out last night. Aye, aye, I was. Aye, like that. The players said they're just crying laughter. You know, uh, laughter was he's like a hero now. Yeah. And, and he said even when they played well, yeah, he never said a word to them. Yeah. But he always found out the ones who didn't because yeah, somebody got it. He was very much in there. I mean, Alan Ferguson was very much in the same mould. Yeah. Because they went head to head in Scotland for years. Dundee United, Aberdeen. He, he cracked a report, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, aye, he punched the boy. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. But then, I mean, again, you got away with it them days. You certainly, no. you certainly no. wouldn't these days. No, no, no. Ninety-five season, mm -hmm. scoring the goal against Dundee League Cup final. Yeah, yeah. Good wasn't supposed to be playing. Was you not? No, I was. wasn't in the team originally. Um, Scott Booth. We trained on Vittorio on the Saturday afternoon, oh. finals on the Sunday. And Tommy Craig walked past me and he said, "I've just been in." And he says, "Scotty's out for tomorrow, so you'll be in." And and just said, oh, that's a shame. And <laughs> <laughs> dry is. Yeah. Isn't that a shame? That's unlucky. Isn't that a shame? Um, so, because I mean, I'm like, what am I, 31, 32, maybe something like that? I'm thinking, I'm not going to get many times to play in a, in a cup final. So, uh, we went there and we, Billy Dodds, got an early opener for us. And I got one just after half time. And that was the game dead from there. Talk about your strike partners, Billy Dodds, Scott Booth. Were you like a mentor for them a bit, like you had? Billy came out. Uh, I was with Scott right from the start. Um, Scott was an up and coming talent. I, I made my debut against Hibs. Got a couple of goals. Scott, he came off, came on for me in the last ten minutes, and he curled one in the top corner, a beauty. And he, Scott must have been only nineteen at the time or something. Like that. Um, you could tell there there was a goal scorer there. You know, not the bravest. Scott will admit that himself. He wasn't the bravest, but, but you don't have to be brave to be a goal scorer. You know, people say you dive here and there. You just have to be intelligent. Clever. Uh, aye, have a bit of anticipation in your head that you roughly know where that ball's going to go a split second before the defender, and that, that'll get you goals. You had some good young players in that opportunity, Ian Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, um, when, when I first went, it was, as I said, it was a good season. There was about four of us. There's certainly two of us over 20 goals, and the other two, Jess and Booth, were around about 19. Myself and Mixon were over 20, I'm sure we were. Mm -hmm. um, and then <laughs> the year after, it didn't go so well. I got a really bad injury on my crucial ligament, and I came back 20 minutes. And big Gordon Hunter Hibs fell right back on my knee again. That was sort of slow. I was out for another six weeks. So we're heading towards relegation. We won the playoffs in relegation, but Willie, um, Willie got sacked during the season. Um, and big Roy Aitken took over. So uh, I was sitting in the house one afternoon and Roy Aitken and wee Billy <laughs> still tells his story himself. 
I was sitting in the house one afternoon and I got a phone call and it was Roy. I said, hi, Gaffer. I said, what are you, what are you, what are you after? Just to let you know, we've just signed wee Billy from, I think it was St. Johnson for 400 grand. Um, I said, oh, Billy, oh, yeah, he was at Chelsea just after I left and that. I said, I know all about Billy, good hard worker and that, you know. Um, he runs the channels and does all these things, you know. I said, brilliant, great. Aye, aye. I said, what are you posing for? He says, ah, Duncan, you know you wear that number 10? I says, aye, aye. Well, Billy's superstitious. I wonder if he can wear the number 10. I says, oh, I'll wear any fucking number. I says, I mean, as long as it's between 2 and 11. This is, uh, <laughs> score goals in any number. Aye, good, yeah, I, I, I knew you were like that. No problem at all, no problem at all. So I've only got the lucky number 10 shot. So we played a few games. Uh, then Billy and I teamed up together. And I remember this particular game. I think it was against St. Johnson, but I told you. The two up front, and we were always one short, one long, blah, blah, blah. So Billy's, Stuart McKimmy's got the ball in the right back area and he's looking to play it down the channel. And Billy's looking at me and I'm looking at him. We're in the centre circle. Billy nods and he goes away in the channel. Runs around 50, 60 yards. Cuts it back, gets across. I get ahead, I run target. Great. So this <laughs> this goes on for a wee while. Down the left-hand side, Colin Woodthrop. Down the channel. Billy goes, away he goes, lays it back, cross, goal, 1-0. Cheer. It's fine. On the right side. So this goes on for about seven or eight times. So there was a break in play. <laughs> Someone was injured. And Billy's on the halfway line and he's got his hands on his knees and he's bent over and he's looking up at me and he goes, do you ever run the fucking channels? <laughs> I says, no. <laughs> I says, do you see a set of goals out there? I says, look at goals that are over there, Billy. I says, no wonder you've only got two goals in about 14 games. <laughs> you keep running away from the goals. And he says to me, you lazy bastard. I says, I'm lazy at all, Billy. I says, it's quite simple. I says, that's where the goals are. You're in the wards and not away from them. But that's learned. He's learned something, though. Yeah. Joking apart for yeah. all the crap. He's learned something, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, but not being funny. You, not need, from you need that foil. You need somebody to do that. I knew when they signed him. I, I, I knew when they signed him. Yeah. He would do that work for me, yeah. you know. And as long as I played my part and got the ball in the back of the net, Billy wouldn't care. You know, he'd never bothered him as long as we got the win, you know. And that's the kind of player he is. Did he ever say cheers for letting him have the number 10? Was that conversation ever brought up? That's what I said. I forgot to say that when I walked away. I said, anyway, how's that lucky number 10 shirt going? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've but done him his favour. I still keep in touch with Billy. He's obviously, he lives in the Maness. He's, um, uh, he's manager in Maness, Cali. So, um, nah, he's a, he's, uh, John will find this himself. We were talking about not keeping in touch for years and years. But you find that over the loads of people you meet in all the different changing rooms you only keep in touch really with two or three well I only keep in touch with two Everyone's or three sad. lads and it's not because you're falling out with people it's because you've got your own lives and you, and you go your own way and um, I keep in touch with big Nicky Walker at, uh, at Elgin there he used to be the goalkeeper at Aberdeen and loads of other clubs and that so we still go fishing every summer together and that but your ex-teammates you've had good relationships mm. within the dressing room if you see them 25 years down the line mm. it's like you've never left well it is you just click on to everything and it's 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 dangerous sometimes because you know like if John was to stay here tonight we would go on it and uh, you know he probably wouldn't stop he'll talking he'll get you on the whiskey the like he got me last night that's he what he'll do he wouldn't get me anywhere near whiskey <laughs> he'd get me a few vodkas right there Iron Brew. <laughs> sea of Gold. Yeah, uh, the Sea of Gold. Is that yeah. what you call it? Yeah. Iron Brew and Vodka? Yeah. Sea of Gold. Oh, it's a learning day for me. Uh. <laughs>
But no, it's uh-huh. you, you look at it, right, and you, and you look back, mm. and that's probably the one thing I kind of think of. It's like you went back, played in England, went mm. back north to Scotland, had great success. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. that's it, isn't it? I mean, well, it's such a short time as well. I mentioned, yeah. you know, yourself being 24 and me being 21, you know, we're only looking at a 14-year career here, where others are looking at, at a lot more, you know. Um you so, feel like you're playing catch-up, don't you, all you the You do, time? and there's so much... Um, I read uh, Ian Wright's book a wee while ago. I, I took it out a number of years ago, and I was looking at the path, and it's very similar. Listen, we didn't go into the success that he got, no. but the, the way he was talking about um, coming through non-league and having to fight the way through everything and coming from a, you know, a sort of... Not, not a stable home, but... An, that sort of environment that you had to fight your way out of everything and and, and that's what uh, gave you the ground and to try and get as far as you can, you know. Scotland. Yeah. So you finish your career at Inverness, but mm. I'm going to leave Scotland to you two because what a story this is. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> well, small town, isn't it? Small yeah. town. Very small. I mean, village. Well, I suppose a village because Fort William is the actual town and we actually stayed just outside Fort William. As John mentioned, three and a half, four thousand. Um, played in the same leagues together. And incidentally, there is no leagues at all now in football. No. There's no football at all, which is shocking. It you really know. is a shanty town. Uh, yeah, and it's it's awful, but, it's, but it is what it is. And, and the, the local team that played now in league have made a bit of a mess. They're trying to, people, good people working there now, trying to build it up again, trying to get their reputation. I never played for. I don't know if you ever played I for. Did. I played for Fulham. Yeah. yeah. So I never actually played for Fulham. I went straight up to Inverness Clark up here, and um, John, you were you in Nairn? I went to Nairn. You were at Clark when Nairn I was in Nairn. Clark. I played a year at centre half Clark. Centre half. John. <laughs> John played with a lad called Steve Parson, who I became later friendly with. Um, Steve took me on as assistant manager at. Cali Thistle. But when Steve played, um, he played at Nairn County with John and I played centre-half for Clark and they beat us 5-2 one day. I think, I think you got about four and Steve got one. And it just ripped the bits out of me. I swore then I would never play centre-half again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they'd probably take a bit of credit of me becoming a striker. <laughs> uh, he was a good player, though. Ruby. Ruby. Yeah, he that was. That time he was a good yeah. player, very good player. Tall, big Stevie. Tall, lanky, skillful player. Yeah. 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 So, so Scotland, Vienna, yeah. you two coming to your, not your end of your careers, but yeah. you're, you're in your late 20s or 30, weren't you, you two? Yeah. Uh, I, I was, mean, I was 30, so Duncan I was 31. 31 and a bit. I was 31 and a bit when I got my first camp. <coughs> Who at my um, Craig, Craig Brown. Brown. Yeah, we went for a friendly out in Austria. Um, John started the game. Got, did you get the first goal? I got the first goal. What was the score? I don't know. 2-1. 2-1. Was that a... Friendly. I think so. Did you room together then? Terrible because you knew each other from kids. Yeah, I think we did. I think we did, and did. they realised what we were like together. But joking about then, did they ask you, or did up. they just do that? No, I think they did it naturally. The squad. Yeah, they did it naturally. I think they do. I think they they have a look 
it was Andy Roxburn at the time, and they have a look at the players and where they're playing and what clubs. And I think they do it positionally wise as well. So mm. two midfielders play together, and you know they'll room together and they'll get to know well, each yeah, other. Yeah, Taggart said all that, didn't I? Yeah. But they didn't need to. Didn't need to. I mean, John, John, and I have known each other since we were kids. You know. So. Were well, you like uh, pinching yourself on the way there, thinking, "Bloody, hell, we've got the caps." I was just looking forward to seeing him age. because I never got much chance to see John. You know, with although we're in England together, we're just all over the place. Play. The only time we ever really see each other was uh, when we played against each other. I think, speaking for myself, we were excited when you got called up because knowing that he was called up, knowing I was uh, to get up there early to Glasgow yeah. to meet up and I, was, out for I don't know how exciting it was. Did <laughs> you have a couple of shirts when you met each other? Fear. fear was probably the word. <laughs> we used to meet on a Saturday afternoon to train and then it would be late Sunday. So we had a lot of time to. to, to, to a lot of the boys that were there would go home because they're in Glasgow, but of course, we're from down England, we'd stay in the hotel. A couple of sure uh, bits or not? I had a wee bit of fun, yeah. God, lads. But always ready for the games. And yeah, never were and the shandy, like, yeah. used to the wind up merchant then. Yeah, uh, 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 more, more him than me. Well, he is, isn't he? I was never in these little games, <laughs> throwing people's shoes out the window and things like that. What do you mean? Ah. I end up then to turn up for the first game in a suit and training shoes because I had no shoes. Someone threw them at the window. Not you. Um, so I me, mean, I don't know. What, I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, you were. Let's get some cut right. right. So you're Fucking turning window. up. So you're in the old team hotel. Team hotel, Vienna. Suited and booted. Overlooking the River Danube. Yeah. The so hotel. you're rooming together. What? So it's, yeah. you go down. Was it a meal maybe or something? Yeah, you go in training. You're back to the hotel mm. meals and team meetings and, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, so was this like match day then? Mm. Just before yeah, match day. Yeah. Oh, so you all suited and booted and you threw mm. your shoes no, out the window. No, no. right. I'll mm. tell you what happened. <laughs> so there'd been a few things going on and he'd been winding me up. So don't give it sitting there being the angel <laughs> or anything else. So he'd been winding me up and I don't know why. It was actually not long after we arrived in Vienna. And I thought, he'd done something to me anyway. And I thought, right, oh, for the crack, I'll throw the shoes out the window. They'll land at the bottom. Later on, he'll say, where's my shoes? And I'll go, ah, oh, around here. I'll go down and get them. I'll take them back up. There's your shoes, right? So anyway, he's wound me up. I didn't even look. I've opened the window, chucked the shoes, <laughs> then put my head out the window. I see them floating down the river. <laughs> They're floating down the Danube. And I'm going, oh, for God's sake. No, you so, weren't. No, you weren't. You I was. I swear to God, no, no, because a joke's a joke, and this wasn't a joke anymore. And like, yeah. so I'm thinking, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. Yeah. Nothing, right? So, so came to the game night. Yeah. And we're in getting ready. And, and by the way, proud as anything, new blazers, shirts and the tie and the slacks, everything on, right? So we're putting them on. And I see him, he's he's looking in his bag and he's, he's looking round and he's going like, and he's kind of like, so have you seen my shoes? I went, no. He goes, you sure? Have you looked under the bed? Aye. Next minute, he's on the phone to Michelle. Michelle, did you pack my shoes? <laughs> yes, Duncan. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I can't find them. I'm looking all over the place for them. Yeah. So, time was going on, time was going on. Again, in the blazer, in the slacks. Next minute, <laughs> I think it was a big bit of white Reebok classics oh, nice. or something. Ah, nice. Ah, yeah. nice with the, with the suit. <laughs> you know what? I, I You're see, a trendsetter I'm because a, that's I'm fashion just now. I say, I was way ahead of my time. <laughs> he was. It <laughs> didn't click on at the time, trust me. <laughs> Any players clock on? No, no. <laughs> so, honestly, looking uh, down, thinking I'll nip down and get them in a minute. 
So, yeah. debut though. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How did that go? You scored. Mm. I started. Uh, Gary McAllister down the right, cut it mm. back. I finished. I think Billy McKinley scored the, the second goal, mm. I think. Two can done. Two wee two can done. Yeah. Yes. Oh, two cans and he's gone. Serious. <laughs> I hope he's listening to this, Billy. Uh, well, there was a bit more explain. What's two cans You need to get done? your drinking sorted out. <laughs> eh? So just two cans and he's done? Oh, oh he's just, he wants to fight everyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just fighting the phone box. Oh, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But 2-1. Yeah, and two then one. one of the proudest moments for me, mm. me coming off uh, for you yeah. and shaking your hand and wishing you all the yeah, best and going good. on. Uh, it was good. I mean... Good to see the two of us getting our first caps and that, you know, and... Um, Get on and getting a few more after that. Have you, because you two come from a small town, small but any recognition from the town or the village? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We got, uh, the council let us off our council tax for two and a half years. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 what did we get? Freedom of the town or something? Uh, freedom. Or? We're allowed to um, herd our sheep down the high street down if we want. So that's, that's Hang your washing out in the high street <laughs> or something, isn't it? A bit of... Yeah, it was, it was good. The, the thing was, I bet you had a party though. You, did you go? On? No, they, they, they gave us this. We were allowed to invite about 15 people each. Yeah. And uh, it was the same night as the Fort William Shinty Club were getting uh, presented because they'd won the Camry Cup for the first time in a number of years. So you had the Shinty Club, and then you had 15 of my friends and 15 of his friends and a free bar. So you a long <laughs> night. So the rest, the poor, no wonder the council tax went up. <laughs> Jesus. Well, there's a Sounds lot like of a good night, you too, isn't it? That oh. was down to Eric Wallace. Yeah, it was. One to yeah. Eric did fantastic ah, for us and, right. and did that. But So we got a, what was that, a piece of paper? There was a frame, a frame. on our, like yeah. a yeah. diploma. It was sort nice. Of thing. Of them, yeah, it was really it was nice. nice. You got a couple of goals yeah. off of Scotland. Yeah, I, I, I made my full debut, the Finland game away. Mm. Managed to get one, uh, the first one, in a 2-0 you know win. When? That was for the qualifiers for England when the European Championships were last time in England. Um, so that was good. I'd got, I came on against Holland and got a goal there in a 3-1 defeat on a Friday night. Three one going on six or seven to be that honest. That was that night we so uh, we, we came back and I was yeah, injured in that. Yeah, it was, that was we a, had to stay over a wee bit. I had to do a photo shoot for uh-huh. it takes two days to do a photo shoot. Uh, and four days to get released from an injury. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I think the, going further down the line, you know, in the back of my mind I'm going, I wonder if we'll ever get a chance to team up together. And that chance came along when this uh, San Marino away and we both lined up together with Scotland did you have yeah, yeah. started together how cool together. was that so that Great. was just can I ask Lord back fantastic have you got any pictures of that I haven't uh, I'm uh, sure there is somewhere mm, uh, mm, do you know mm. what I've hardly got anything I don't, I don't yeah. know about you give a lot of stuff away yeah. and I think we're right to do that because either that or it sticks in your a box. you get strips and you go into the loft and stick there and I always think that supporters appreciate it more than I'm not saying they appreciate it more than me. Um, I, I've You've got like, the memories in your head. I mentioned about the Camera Cup final there, and I swapped one of my Scotland caps for a Camera Cup winners medal because I knew then I was never ever going to get one. So I swapped with a lad called Dick Sutherland uh, from Fort William, but he played for King Yusey. So I've got a Camera Cup winners medal, and it, it means a lot to me. Mm. Whereas the, my Scotland cap will mean a lot to him because he lived across the road from me. Well, um, that was the boy who dreamed, wasn't it? The yeah, Camera Cup final. So, 
Yeah, I think it's nice that uh, I think it's nice that people don't hoard strips and things. I think it's nice that they take strips and that, but use them. And a lot of players use them for charities and, and yeah. raise money and that. It's quite rightly so because we we've got the memories in the head. The, the, the memories will never ever go away from you, and your family know what you did, and that's all I care about. Um, I don't need loads of things all over my wall. I've got my first Scotland strip on my wall and, and a few other individual trophy things and that. Mm. Do you remember turning up for training on, well, just about every occasion, really, mm. when everybody's turning up with it? I don't know what kind of bags they were then, but the fancy yeah, bags. Yeah, yeah. And, Man, I know what you're going to say. Do you know what I mean? And everybody's turning up with it. I mean, now it's, now it's Louis Vuitton or whatever, but whatever they were then, the equivalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would we be turning up with? <laughs> the Tesco bag or something like that. <laughs> with the boots. A toothbrush and some soap or something. <laughs> the boots. And like... Is that for Scotland as well? Yeah. But yeah. they used to sit Love in there. and used to see, see, I was... Um, Love it. I, I, I don't know how you felt, John, but, you know, I was 31 and or 30 when I first got in the squad and I'd seen these boys on telly all the time and yeah. the next minute I'm with them, I really felt... Out of place, I feel I don't know if I should be here. I'm not this good a player, you know. And these are the best players to pick for in Scotland, you know. And they're spread all over the, the UK, you know. So it was a bit of awe with it to start with, and that. But it soon changed when when I found John was there because we were in the same situation. We'd both gone to Scotland games together. We'd both gone watch Celtic together. Um, was there a click then? Batman, uh, Rangers, Celtic. Was it hard? Because mm, yeah. in England they were saying there's stuff with Liverpool and United mm. players. Yeah, I, I, I never got into involved in it because I wasn't. Maybe the Celtic Rangers players found it themselves. Didn't well, I think, with us, you I think naturally they would tend to sit together. Yeah. So if you if you wanted to yeah. be mischievous, I suppose you could say, yeah. "Well, there was a click because they're uh, there and they're there." Yeah. But, but they weren't. They were just sat really. They just sat at the yeah. table together. We just naturally speaking together. But we used to. And you mentioned the bags of balls there, and they used to have the umbrella balls, and they would fly. You know, really fly when you hit them well. And we used to go out with a bag of balls each. We'd meet at Hamden to train at Hamden. And this is like a, it's a boy who dream here. We're at Hamden here. The whole place to ourselves. The nets are there. They're pulled tight. And there's weird vision playing in the Scottish Cup fair. So John's out in the corner. He's got the bag of balls in the corner. We haven't warmed up. The boys, the other players are still sipping their tea, standing at the dugout, having a wee chat, waiting for the coaches to come out to start training. We've got the balls. John's over on the far side. Throwing them in and I'm volleying them into an empty net. Overhead kicks, headers, and then we swap over. And so basically, you were kids. Yeah, you were well, that's what we were way back in our childhood. This is Hamden to win the Scottish Cup final. Sheila, McGinley, just headbangers. And all the boys, are, they were telling us, he goes, Craig Brown came out and he had a heart attack because we hadn't done any stretches. You just go straight after it. We just lull them out. It's like golf out the car, bang, like driver, isn't it? I said, look at them two idiots over there. <laughs> I think the boys, I mean, when you, like Duncan says, yeah. when you talk about like Ali McCoy, you know, mm. John Paul McStay and mm. you know, Gary McAllister, mm. you know, and I'm not leaving anybody out, by the way, but you mm. know, there are a lot of them. You look around them all and you think, wow. And then mm. you're in awe, Hamden. Mm. We couldn't get changed quick enough. You know, we're basically in, quick in, jeans, out, sprinting out, boots on, balls, smash, <laughs> smash, smash. <laughs> I like Miller's come out looking oh. for the balls. Where's the balls? Yeah. And them two idiots, I've got them over there. <laughs> I think, I mean, they call people from the North Tukers. I think they used to say, didn't they? they oh, look at them two big Tukers out there, lashing balls. Oh, does that mean big bruises? Yeah. Or oh, big Highlanders, you know what I mean? But they, 
And Craig mm. used to like everybody got out uniform, yeah. didn't he? Together, he used to have to go out, for, even for training, he used to have to go out together. And, and he, it, he must have went berserk. Because oh, he's looking out there, looking at us and going, right. look at look these at two this. clowns, get them in. I know. Get their socks up. Yeah. <laughs> socks up. One's got their socks up, one's got their socks down. Get them uniformity. Oh, well, yeah. Donkey, it's coming to an end. You've been nothing but fantastic. Yeah. Living the memories back with this boy. Oh. But we've not finished yet. Uh-huh. There's a little section we call John's Rapid 15. Oh. Right, Duncan, we've come to the time here. John's Rapid 15. Mm-hmm. We will start with, obviously, Rory McElroy or Tiger Woods? Uh, Tiger Woods. The Open or the Masters? Masters. Tea or coffee? Tea. Best game attended? Brazil, Scotland... Opener in the France World Cup. 98. Mm. First result you look for on a Saturday? Uh, Aberdeen. Favourite golfing holiday destination? Malaga. Favourite golf course played? Glen Eagles. Best golfing footballer? Gary McAllister's. That's very good. Hamden or Wembley? Hamden. Ronaldo or Messi? Messi. Lynx or Parkland Golf? Oh, Parkland. Best manager? Aussie, Modellus. All in one? Never. Old or New Wembley? Old. Ryder Cup or the Open? Ryder Cup. Brilliant. That concludes the 15. Mm-hmm. Been great, Anna.